This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Thursday. That means football tonight. That means more of me and Al. What's up, man? Jerry, it is uh, September. It is uh, pumpkin spice season for like the coffee shops and all that. Do you? Will you partake in any type of pumpkin no, spice? I don't situation? like pumpkin. I do not you like don't? that flavor. No. What about a pump? Like a real pumpkin pie? I don't like pumpkin. Really? Nope. What about the smell of pumpkin? I don't like pumpkin. So you're out. Yeah, I'm out. I like the smell of cinnamon. Yeah, that's nice. But I do not like pumpkin. Okay. So, no. Yeah, the, I know, like, uh, the, all these... It started out where it would be like, well, first, pumpkin pie existed. We all love pumpkin pie, but normally starts around Thanksgiving pumpkin pie, right? Then uh, they started making uh, pumpkin-flavored coffees. Yeah. And uh, now now that starts legitimately in August. Yeah, I know. The end of August. People start with the pumpkin. But now, like, if you go anywhere, like, you go to the supermarket and look around, there's pumpkin spice... Granola bars, mm-hmm. pumpkin spice muffins. Go to the bakery, pumpkin spice donuts. Yeah, man, people love pumpkin spice. Not you. I think I don't. I I think it's twofold. I think one, they do like it. Okay, that's true. I also think it starts to get them into the holidays the, that that season. So, yeah, uh, pumpkin spice isn't the holiday season, but you're moving into fall. I do know when they, especially after Thanksgiving. I know my wife will start getting those Christmas drinks at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, yeah. Because she just, I don't know, it, it, it's kind of part of the feel part of, of the, the season. season. Yes. Right. Because even the uh, the holiday cups come out. Yeah, which I like. At that time. I Dunkin' do like. Donuts has their holiday cup, Starbucks holiday cup. Once holiday a week, flavors. I treat myself to a Dunkin' Donuts deliciously fattening sweet drink. Once a week. Once a week. Once every two weeks. Like a weekend type situation? Yeah. Like I, I had nothing this weekend because we were with baseball up and down the turnpike. But like this weekend coming up where we don't have baseball actually, and I'm going to the Rutgers football game, by the way, after I do a show from Rutgers, which will be fun. I have I have nothing to do Sunday and I have nothing to do Friday after golf. So this could be a on the way home from golf, stop in Dunkin' Donuts for a Delicious culotta, a culotta, which is like getting a chocolate milkshake. Is that right? Yes, it's those a. Are. Is that a frozen? Yeah, frozen um, goodness. They call it a, a fro- frozen black chocolate. Is that a culotta or is I, I frozen know. black chocolate I just something get, else? I get the the original culotta. Oh, okay. And it's usually maybe if it's chocolate, but it's phenomenal. Hmm. But that'll be it for the weekend. Then I'll just have regular coffee all weekend. But I will treat myself, and I will do that during the holiday season too. 
I have a, a tip if you're a pumpkin spice coffee drinker. Yeah, I'm not. And a lot of the pumpkin spices are, you know, at the coffee places are artificial flavors of, you know, it's just pumpkin flavoring, syrups, that sort of thing, which is not great for you. Uh, if you're making your coffee at home, may I suggest you could buy pumpkin spice in like the s- spice section of your supermarket. If you sprinkle that in or the cinnamon, like you were mentioning, into uh, your coffee grounds, then they get brewed up. Very nice. Yeah. I actually put, um, not every day, but I actually put cinnamon in my black coffee a lot. Right into the... The cinnamon uh, spot, yep. Right into the... Right into the coffee. Be- after the brew. After. Post-brew. Yes, correct. Does it disintegrate or is it... I don't make coffee home. So, um, you know, you stir it in. Yeah. Some of it gets caught on the cup, but you get the smell. And right. You, do get a, you definitely get the flavor, too. Nice. So I do do that sometimes. Yeah. I do the cinnamon sometimes. I do the pumpkin spice sometimes. And sometimes I do nothing, Jerry. Yeah, I hear you. Sometimes I get I will... very bored with plain coffee. Yeah. Like I had a cup of black coffee today. I don't know that I can do it again tomorrow. Right. But I could Saturday. Like I, it's just I can't do black coffee every day. It bores me. What about black coffee in bed like Squeeze sang about? Did you remember that song? Yes, of Black coffee I, in bed. Of course I remember that song. I'm just trying to... I wonder why you would have black coffee in bed. Well, when I was a kid and black coffee in bed was on MTV, mm-hmm. the rumor back then was that the guy, black coffee in bed, was his black girlfriend. That's oh. what the, that was the story going around. And it was like, ooh, this is like the beginning of song lyrics not meaning what you think they might mean. Interesting. I'm not sure that was ever confirmed by anybody, Jerry. Right. This was what my seventh grade class was thinking. We were at lunch. We were, that's what we thought black coffee in bed was about. Okay. Could be, could be not. Could well, be actual black coffee in bed, well, like enjoying a black, black coffee. coffee in bed. So, And I don't really love black coffee. So. I don't drink black coffee in bed either because you get it on your sheets and then. You have black coffee on your sheets. Yeah. And then you got to change your sheets. Now it's it, black coffee in your bed. Right. And maybe maybe three weeks hasn't passed by, and you don't need to wash your sheets. All right. Ugh. Just kidding. Gross. Or am I, Jerry? I wanted to talk to you about a philosophy, Jerry, and, and, and you'd have to hear me out on this. Okay. And you tell me, is this a possibility? Oh, boy. I don't like the preface to this. I remember this came up in my philosophy class at Kane College many years ago. Okay. But then I've also kind of in listening and reading philosophy over the years, small passages, I don't read books, small passage type things. And this idea that you, like the world revolves around me, right? Your world does, yes. Yeah, and your world revolves around you. But Mm -hmm. what if we're the only person in the world? For example, does my dog exist at home right now? When I'm not there to see the dog. <laughs> Don't you have her on camera right now? I do. But is she only existing on the camera when I click on it because I'm, that's part of my world? Yeah, I don't think that's the case. How come people get bit by dogs then when no one's home? The mailman gets bit by the dog when he's, you know. But is that just part of my world? Is, is the No, because it becomes that person's world, too. Yeah, but does the mailman mailman even have a home that he goes to, or does the mailman just exist in my world as the mailman? So I don't exist right now? You do. You exist in my world. But when I leave here at 11 o'clock, you know... 1034. When I leave here at 1034, (laughs) 
maybe you only exist as I know you. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like I drive home. You're right, but still, how do I know that? Because if well, I were out of sight, out of mind. Because if I were to follow you at home, you would still be in Why my are world. Why you thinking about this? Because uh, it reminded me, like in my in this class in particular, the professor brought up when you see an airplane in the sky. Mm-hmm. And I do think of this still all these years later mm-hmm. of Kane College. You know, when we drive home, we go by Newark Airport. We see a bunch of planes. Yep. Are there people in those planes? I don't know. Are they having real lives going and landing somewhere? Well, I always tell you I think about that. Like, I'd love to jump into someone's life right in the middle of it to see what it is. Jump on a plane with somebody. Well, we say that all the time. Like, we're, we're in Newark Airport, and you'll pass by uh, this flight's going to Pittsburgh, and it's mm-hmm. packed. 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 On a, on a Tuesday. The amount of people that travel is insane. Like, going uh, when I went to Indianapolis in June. Yeah. Why on a Thursday were all these people going to Indianapolis? Didn't make sense. Well, I agree, and it's and then sometimes you end up on these flights, like when I went to Milwaukee, that was packed coming home, but half empty going there. I, there's no rhyme or reason other than there are just millions of people in the world. Yeah. Um, I do believe we all exist. I don't think that Boomer has now walked out and does not exist. That's what I'm wondering, yeah. No, I, I, I think I think sometimes we think too much. Like like I worry about my dog being home alone, but maybe I shouldn't. Maybe she doesn't fine. even exist right now. She exists. And she only exists once I get home. Yeah, no, she's there. And if someone knocks on the door trying to deliver something for you, it might even be the wrong apartment. Maybe she's looking for a different condo. Right. She's going to start barking. She's there. Everybody's there until they're not, until they pass away. And, and then, then they're gone. That's a total mystery. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, it is and it's not. I mean, where do they go? In the casket. Where does the casket go? In the ground. But why do our brains not have the capacity to, to go, like, what was Jerry Recco before you were born, like where were you? I there there was no you. But why can't our brain, like our brain, doesn't go back to the day you were born, right? It wasn't fully developed, right? So it's part of the development as a child. But all these years, like, do you believe what year were you born? Seventy four. Seventy four. Do you believe in nineteen seventy three? Of course, things were going on in the world. Yes, that there was a nineteen seventy three. Of course. How do you know that, though? How do we know anything? That's what I mean. But I have to go on the the, the basis that my parents had me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an older woman in my family known as my grandmother. Right. Who wasn't born in 1974. There is film. There are documented books and newspaper clippings. And, yeah, no, I, I believe in the thing I... The thing I certainly grasp that I struggle with, not grasp, that I have trouble grasping is a lot of stuff that I've been reading lately that this Hubble telescope or whatever is realizing that there are other planets out there that have oceans and oxygen. Is that right? And they believe real life form that are millions of light years away. But the the smarter we get or the better technology gets we're really starting to get to the point where we believe that there could be real life form, not just aliens, but there could be another earth out there or another 10 earths out there that are just like this one. That to me is crazy. Like the, the world is like the, the universe is endless. That to me is nuts. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I've also heard, I was watching some sort of documentary or show about space travel and things, and they were saying, like, uh, you know, is it possible for us here on Earth to travel to one of these far distance? Mm -hmm. And then when you return, the astronaut might be only... uh, couple months older but when they return to earth the earth has aged 300 years yeah that'd be pretty wild you ever watch the flash no i'm telling i know it sounds on the c-dub i know it sounds funny but when you think about things of this nature yeah it's a great show in terms of other dimensions and possibilities the fast guy the fast superhero yeah and a lot of that in the beginning of it, you really don't understand what's happening. But as the show, and I only watched two seasons. I think it's on like season nine. It got really nuts. But it gets to a point of different dimensions and alternate versions of yourself and that cross one another. It's, it's wild. But when you're having deep conversation like this, very good show to watch. Really makes you wonder what is yeah. out there. And then I always think, too, whether this is the alien conversation or other dimensions and other planets and earths and all that stuff, how primitive it was. Now you're talking about 1973 existed. Yes. I I believe that we have, we dig up bones all over the place. Stuff happened. Like how primitive it was just a hundred years ago, 200 years ago. My God. And then you start going back to, I mean, you're talking about bathing in a lake. Like and the idea of other dimensions, I don't unless you were super smart and developed, I don't think most people it was about do we have enough potatoes to feed our children tonight? Right. And hopefully someone doesn't come rape and pillage everyone in the house. I mean, we're talking horrible times to where we are now. And then I sit there and say, What's it gonna be like in fifty years? Yeah. Like, wow. Well, just in the time you know, we were doing this show. Uh, yeah, or from the nineties, right? Yeah. So the technology in, in in just the whatever thirty years. Neil deGrasse Tyson says every thirty years, if you go back thirty years, thirty years, thirty years, the differences are unbelievable. That's yeah. the numbers. Thirty years. Go from twenty twenty to nineteen ninety to nineteen sixty to nineteen thirty, and the world is completely changed every time. No, it's weird. You talk about primitive stuff. Like I watched this ninety day fiance. Sadly. And yeah. And they they're someone's in another country. Yeah. And when they go to visit that country, like there's a girl on one of the seasons I'm watching now, she lives in the Philippines. And her house is just this shack. Mm-hmm. They bathe uh with a bucket of water. Yeah. But they all have iPhones. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Because you really do almost you almost need the iPhone more than your, you know, as long as you have a way to bathe, it's not high tech or it seems like the having the connection of the iPhone. Yeah, the connection to the world. Is better than having really great shelter. Yeah. Well, it's funny. So Rutgers went to Africa, the Rutgers basketball team. 
And I just talked to a couple of the guys on uh, Tuesday, I guess it was. And I said, oh, that was the trip. And the one guy, Mike, he goes, he goes, it was beyond eye-opening. He goes, how happy they, the people over there are, and they've got nothing. He goes, and we're such a, we're so spoiled, and we've got everything. Yeah. He's like, we were playing and doing basketball clinics with, with literally with people that were, some had no shoes. Others would make shoes out of whatever they could find. Some had shoes, and yet everyone was smiling because the sun was shining and they were getting along. He goes, it was, we're so petty here. I'm like, yes, we are. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It's it's what you have and what you appreciate and what you don't have that you don't know you don't have. Correct. You know? Right. When it's what you, if you don't have it, you don't know what you're missing. Correct. Very true. Hmm. I was with this too. So they're doing a lot of work in this building. As yes, we, construction. here this morning. Yeah. Like they've got all the pieces out for the repairs they're making and they had a lot of copper fittings. I'm like, who decided that copper fittings was the way to go? Like- how much trial and error on different things? Like, who realized steel beams would be better for a bridge rather than wood? We built houses out of wood, but the, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we built early, early bridges out of yes, wood. Yes. I love to, like, there must have been some colossal accidents <laughs> and just tragic accidents. Check out our new wood skyscraper. Oh, my gosh. You're not kidding. Yeah. Crazy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the old construction really gets me too. Especially like uh, I follow this one Instagram page. It's uh, a, a classic New Jersey or something like mm-hmm. a vintage New Jersey. Yeah, and they they go to places and where they have really old photos and they show the photo now and then the photo like in the 1920s. Sure. And so many of these places have the exact same structure. They're just you know they were painted. They were, and I think wow, when these people built this building this bank in 1919 did they think it'd be like a restaurant today yeah or you're still standing yeah i know i know that's why it's so cool when you go to old towns and you see stuff that is like when we went to texas there was i there i forget what what it was called but it was near it was actually near galveston off the island it was like this old cowboy town that had been around since the 1700s. And a lot of the places were original. Now, maybe redone inside, but the, the facade and the facings, oh, it looked great. And we just never got to it. And, like, I wanted to go just to take pictures. Yeah. Because supposedly the structures were original. That's cool. And they kept the dirt road as such. Yeah. In the middle of town. That's, that's neat to see. I think of that when I'm in Gina's house. Like, this house, her house was built in 1922. Yeah. It's the same structure yeah so when the first person lived there 101 years later uh, uh, she'd be there with you yeah now i'm walking around that place and in 100 years there'll be someone else there right and you go down in the basement it's one of those basements where like the foundation is just like big boulders and concrete mixed together like wow like someone was yeah they figured that out 100 years ago yeah like there was no washer and dryer in this house when it was built they ran to the ocean yeah or wash their clothing, where they, which they still do in parts of the world, right? Yeah. Where they wash their clothing down at the stream. I would think in very poor countries. Yeah, in poor countries. I would think so. And you, you still use the clothesline in a lot of places. Yeah. We did that as a kid. You guys do that as Always. kids? Yeah, it's so funny. Now the idea of that, I think my wife would be like, are you nuts? Like, yeah, the clothesline. That, we, that was part of my childhood. Yes. And the, what was the thinking there? That the instead of running the dryer, yeah. we just 
you just air dried it. Air dried it. Yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah. And now I don't where I live, I don't see it anywhere. No. I'm not you I know I know it, it still exists. I've seen it when I've been on the road with Rutgers in certain towns. Yeah. I do see it. But not where I, I and it's not like I live in a rich area. I don't. But you don't see that anywhere. I remember I don't know, see if you did this when you had the, the clothesline. And I could see why this would annoy my mother. Now, as an adult, I could say, we'd be like playing football and running right into the, right with there. our heads, our oh, sweaty yeah. heads, right into the clean t shirts that were Absolutely. hanging up. Oh, sure. I don't remember <laughs> that, but I'm pretty sure we probably did it. Now, I know my mother would never hang anybody's underwear out there. Yeah, no, 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 no. no but no. some people would. No, nah, not us. Yeah. We, my mom was shirts. It was right. a lot. It was always shirts. Shirts. I remember seeing sheets and towels out there. Okay. But not underpants. Yeah, that's be a little much. Yeah. Oh. You had the clothespins. Bob's still wearing those whiteies, huh? <laughs> and then you also be like, is it going to rain? Because I've got clothes You're on right. the, on yeah. the what'd you call it? Clothesline. On the clothesline. And then I remember like my uh, my aunts and uncles who lived in Forked River yeah. down the Jersey Shore. They used to have a clothesline that looked like a triangle. It almost looked like an umbrella without the uh, without the material on okay. top. And But there were all lines in there and you would hang stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like an umbrella shape. That one I don't think I ever saw. Yeah. You see it sometimes even in, in uh, cities, like Jersey City, mm-hmm. on a a building with maybe 12, 13 floors, and there's a clothesline out there. Yeah. Save space, too, if you don't have a dryer. I wonder when that stopped. I, I don't know. Like, at what year did my mother go, no clothesline this year? Maybe when they bought a better dryer. Right. Maybe you had, they... you dev- we had a dryer. Yes. We just didn't run it often. In yeah. the winter, we did. Yeah, yeah. You can't put clothes out there to freeze. Maybe that. Maybe the dryer used to heat up the homes, and uh, that's possible. And you were running the air conditioner longer, right. right? I know my dad was nuts. And remember, home prices may not have been horrible, but interest rates were like twelve, thirteen yes. percent back then. So the last thing you wanted was to drive up the electric bill, too. Correct. Possible. Hmm. Yeah, we used to have the clothes dryer. Of course, we had the telephones, Jerry, the wired phones. Oh, yeah. That you would dial up that way. And then if you were cool, like when I had got a phone in my bedroom, I had a a long phone cord on it. Okay. The thing that plugged into the wall. Yeah, I felt like, look at me. Look at you. Did you used to have to, uh, when I was living in Florida, when I first got to Florida, I used to switch all the time my long distance carrier to get cheaper rates to call New Jersey. See, I never lived anywhere like that, so. But even, like, in New Jersey, if you were living in Hazlitt and, like, we were living in Colonia and my grandparents lived in Jersey City, mm-hmm. it used to cost money to call them. Yeah. A little different than now. It's so weird. Now, now they're begging you to have a phone in your house. Yeah, I could call Israel right now. For nothing. For nothing. Yeah, no extra charge. I know. You get these phones now that they're, there's no wire attached to them and our voice somehow carries over thousands of miles. I but what do, we, what do you do in this situation? So, like, I just painted one of the walls in my uh, in my place, and mm-hmm. it has a place on the wall for a yeah. for a phone. I, so we and have what that. Do, do our, with we that? have that in our bedroom. I put a photo over it. Oh, okay. So you just hung something over yep. it. I feel like I want to rip the whole thing out and fill it. And you could you could cap though because you're gonna have wires on there. You yeah, could, you could rip it out and cap the wires. You could do that. Yeah. I just to me put a photo over it. I'm that good. is a good idea. Yes. I was also thinking, wouldn't it be cool if I got an old wall phone and just hung it up there? Like, not connect it. No, but you could You could get one. They actually sell, like, um, nostalgic phones from, like, the 1930s yeah. that would just look like a really cool piece. Yes, that's what I want. That I want a really fun. cool piece. That would be very cool. 
I want a rotary phone that I'm just going to hook on the wall there. I'm not going to oh, hook see, it up. I don't want that. I want the one where you pick up the the cone shape thing. Oh yeah, and then you, <laughs> the other part for your ear. It's like yeah. the two piece. Yeah, the two piece. Like in the honeymoon. Well, no, I guess the honeymooners didn't have. No, they had a phone in the honeymooners. Yeah, they did. Something like that. Or I love Lucy. I want one of those phones. Oh, the other thing my parents talk about when they were when my dad was uh, stationed in uh, South Carolina when he first joined the Air Force, they lived in a mobile home park. Sure. And everyone in the mobile home had a shared phone. What? That was just in the mobile home area. So if you needed to call somebody. One phone? You could call, but then also like my grandfather used to call down to them and you would just hope somebody in the neighborhood picked it up and then went and got the person who you were trying to reach. Well, we've come a long way. Long way, Jerry. Because even that, we're not talking about 400 years ago. No. That's what, 50 years ago? That had to be in the 60s. Right. Early 60s. All right, 50, 60. Man, that is a different time. Yeah. That is a, but even like if you do watch those older shows, it just it doesn't even resemble our life. It does and it doesn't. Right. You know, it's still humans day to day going to work, but you look around and it's just it's it's, it's different. Well, even the Seinfeld stuff, he's always walking around yes. with, with the cordless, with the cordless phone, with the answering machine. Yeah. So yeah. many things like that. Well, even I told you this too, having watched this whole NCIS series. Yeah. Which I'm in the final year now, which I don't know what we're gonna do when I'm done with it. If you go back to season one to season nineteen, which I'm in now. I mean, just watch one and then watch the other. The gigantic computers in the first one, the enormous TVs that they have. Yeah. They have the corded phones everywhere. And then if you watch season 19, these flat screens, the flip, not flip phones, the uh, the smartphones, the beautiful flat screens on the wall, the stuff pops. It's just different. And it's the same, same set. And that part looks, but everything's so different around it. The cars are different. Yeah, text me the thing. I'll put it in the GPS as opposed to you know the whole the map quest in the first <laughs> the first season. It's wild. That's even when you see like cars parked on the road or something. You see like a a Honda Honda Accord from oh, yeah. like the nineteen eighties. Still running. Like, yeah, but then you also think like this was like a cool high tech yes. car. Yes, and when it first came out, and it's still yeah going. Yep, it fascinates me. The when I was going to play golf with uh, no. Well, we're going to play golf. We're going with uh, going down south with uh, Kim and Joseph for his game on Saturday. When we were done with our second game, when we went to our car, we were parked next to a Chevy pickup truck that had the historic license plates yeah. on it. I had to have been from the 1950s. It had to have been. It was in good shape, not great shape. And this damn thing kept is still running in 2023. Yeah. Like, Wow. Talk about built to last. Was yes. that Chevy that had built to last? That was a, uh, or was that was that a battery commercial? No, no, no. You're right. Built to last. I thought Chevy trucks built to last. I could be wrong. I think it might have been Chevy. But it was like I'm looking like at like a rock. Unbelievable. It's like a, just a one big bench seat. Yeah. It's got the the gear shift right under the gigantic steering wheel. It's got a radio that's got just like AM six buttons to push yep. the AM in, and that's it. Like, man. I know. It's cool seeing stuff that has survived all these years and still running. I'd be so nervous, though, if I took any of those cars out. Some clown hits you, and then it can't be easy to get those things fixed. No, and probably very expensive, and it's even worth it to fix at that point. Yeah, but they're cool to see. They are cool. Even just parked on the side of the road. I agree. They are cool to see. On the cord. 
Honda Accord. Or like uh, the, the the Lexus from like the 1980s. They just looked like really cool cars. Well, when they were first. Yeah, when they first came out. Came Luxury, out. Jerry. Yes. Luxury. Uh, let's do the warm-up show, Jerry. Oh, tomorrow's Friday. Cool games tomorrow. Cool games tomorrow. All yes, right. Sir. All right. They better be more cool games than last week. I'll I actually play it think out right it's, now. I think it's going to be a good week. Okay, good. I do. I'll look at it in the morning live. You're looking live with Irv Cross. So.